It's Jax. What up, Dallas? Let's go. Martin Luther had a dream, but Freddy Krueger had a Ruger. Ex Malcolm hopped the picture, so now we back to the future. Now we back to these losers embracing death like they used to. Poking out, they just but listen, son, now you leaking that future. Huh? So who's the shooter? Hum, is it your man? Or was it a fan? Or was it a stand? Huh? I would beg to differ. In hindsight, I bet you he said he was not a nigga. Plus, Biggie Smalls was just minding his business, yo. Smoking an Optimo. Somebody got to drop the homie Biggie. He's got to go. And they couldn't stop it, no, I wish that they could Yeah, the world needs change, but man, I wish that we would So what a long frown, a man harm from a four pound His blood ripples on the floor from the wall sound His mama sitting at the wake, hoping the Lord's found Another dead, another gone now, damn George Elliott said that it's best to be what you want to be Fucking do what you want to do So I do what I want to do Bet you did it to floss Bitch, I did what I wanted Bet you did it and lost Bitch, I did it and won it Shit, I'm never coming back Listen, I just want to rap Gee, I told you all of that On about a dozen tracks I don't give a fuck I just, I just, I just want to rap Spitting fire on this track Like a fucking thundercat Plus this mic is bleeding Roho This shit is a no-no Rolling in that low-low Plus I'm from that ball to more need a folk folk smoking on my logo ready for the wall and we so so silly with the flow somebody got a vote vote heard the lanes and i swear they so so too much love for the fame just to go broke you said think i had the rap game and the show card no i think i got the whole world in a rope though gotta think a damn dog you crazy is he the next jay-z my crystal ball is hazy but i don't know maybe welcome back to the insane check podcast it's your host chris here and um you know i usually say this jokingly but it's becoming more and more real um we made it through another part of 2020, if you're listening to this, because, um, uh, yeah, um, August has definitely been the longest year in 2020 so far. It is. Um, <laughs> We're alive. <laughs> we made it. Um, so we got to say that. Uh, my guest today is, is Bacon. Uh, how are you doing, Bacon? How are you, how you holding? How are you? How are you surviving? Because technically, also, I have to say. Because we're recording this on the 30th, there's still another day left in this month. So we're not completely out of the woods yet. I have been disassociating like a mother. <laughs> it's, it's been great. I mean, and obviously we'll talk about this a little bit later. Obviously, I mean, we're still also reeling from the tragic death of um, Chadwick Boseman. I, I was just on um, Character Corner with Deepon. We spent the first, I think, 15, 20 minutes talking about that. It was opening the show talking about that. Um, and it's so crazy because when you think about that happening, it just feels like so suddenly, um, on Friday, when you couple that with everything else that's happened in this month, I, it, it really is like, I feel like we should get a merit badge at the end of the year or something for surviving. <laughs> well, if you, like, yeah, if you survive like, 2020, you should get something. <laughs> right. Well, it hit really close because there's, um, uh, the shooting that happened in Kenosha. Yes. And I'm actually like originally, originally from Milwaukee. Oh wow! And so, yeah. <laughs> so like, I have friends and family in Milwaukee, and Milwaukee is like not far from Kenosha. Like, people will live in Kenosha and work in Milwaukee. And same with like Racine and 
Um, so like that just happened and like the the protests there are mm-hmm. happening and the and the shit with the yeah. mayor and the police officers in the governor's like, excuse me? Yeah. Um and then Chadwick Roseman happened like right on top of that. Yeah. It's just like it's been a lot for black people. It's been a lot for everybody, but like black people in general. For like twenty twenty, it's like I'm like, did we did we owe twenty twenty money or something? Like what did we what do we do? Every every month feels like a year. Right. It's just ridiculous. I'm I'm so so <laughs> what I did with what I did today, because it's, it's we're I'm usually I've I I started off doing this. Everybody knows I'm doing one insanity check a month till the end of the year, right? And I started off just doing mm. them whenever, like willy-nilly doing them whenever. And I realized I started having to do them towards the end of the month to catch capture everything <laughs> that was happening in that month. So the last two I've been doing them more and more like the last weekend of the month to capture that stuff. So I am going to list off. Just everything I can remember that has happened in August. 30 days. Uh, all right. All right. So we, well, some of us not all bad. Some of us good. So we have Kamala Harris picked as VP um, in uh, for Joe Biden's VP. You had the DNC. You had the RNC. The RNC where every night they had at least 100 violations of the Hatch Act. You know, no biggie. Um, Steve Bannon was arrested in charge of fraud for building for the Build the Wall Foundation. Um, we had the murder of uh, Jacob Blake by the police in Kenosha. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. We had um, seventeen the seventeen year old Calvin House who kills two and injures one in the Kenosha in Kenosha during the protest demanding justice for Jacob Blake. Um, Chadwick Boseman dies of cancer. Um, still weird to write that out. Um, yes. Cliff Robinson also dies. Um, believe of cancer as well. Theaters open back up in some states. Um, New, New Mutants finally <laughs> releases in theaters, and this is trash as we all thought it was going to be. Um, the CDC is now telling people that they may that if they may have been exposed to COVID but don't have any symptoms, they do not need to get tested because apparently asymptomatic transmission is not a thing anymore, even though it really still kind of is. Um, DC fandom happened. Uh, the guy who voices early Kyler on the Squidbillies reveals that he actually lives his raps. And went after Dolly Parton, who was saying Black Lives Matter, and uh, he probably got fired the day on his day off. Um, I, I'm sorry, how do you go after Dolly Parton? I don't understand. I mean, I think he, because he thought he was early collar in real life, and he could do that. So, um, but nobody's bigger than Dolly Parton. I, I people are not smart. Um, let's see, I'm only halfway through my list so far right now. Um, J.K. Rowling is actually still being a all in on being a turf. It's, quite terrible we'll talk about that later i just yeah I, just mm, hey double mm. double triple quadruple down do everything you can um <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah. Mm, just keep going uh the nba and actually all sports kind of went on strike uh this week uh because of uh jacob blake shooting uh trump pardons in quotes uh he actually did it but then it's kind of like he pardoned a dead person uh susan b anthony and her museum was like absolutely not uh <laughs> unc brings students back for in-person learning and then promptly has five outbreaks and has to send everybody back home. Uh, there's a Georgia high school that also had in-person learning. Uh, a, a girl shared a video of the crowded hallways. She got suspended for showing that video. And then the school reveals they had a lot of, a lot of cases because, of course, they did because we're still in the middle of a pandemic. Um, let's see. didn't happen in August, but it happened right at the cusp of it. So I'm going to include it. Uh, it, happened right, it also happened after we did the last show. Herman Cain died, presumably, for catching COVID at Trump's uh, Tulsa rally. That happened on, I believe it was July 30th. Go figure. Uh, the NYC uh, NYC uh, Police De- uh, Benevolent Association endorses Trump, and I believe another police unit also endorsed Trump because, of course, they are terrible and 
course they in, in, in you know endorsed Trump. Uh, Agent of Shield ended. Uh, New York's Attorney General uh, sues the NRA and looks to disband it because of all the fraud. Apparently, Wayne Lapierre is actually defrauding uh, people with all the money they sent to the NRA and buying yachts and things like that. Wow. Yep. Uh, yeah, it was so shocking. So shocking. <laughs> who would have thought? Who would have thought that they that an organization built off of the NRA was actually defrauding people? I'm I'm stunned. Probably the most stunning news we got in dire month. Um, Disney Plus revealed that it gained 60 plus million subscribers since launching last November. And then it was also putting Milan on um, premium, releasing Milan on premium. I think that comes out next Friday. Um, Jonathan Swan's interview with the president uh, will go down to the most insane interview of, the, of President Trump we've ever seen. And there have been some pretty insane interviews of President Trump. Uh, but Jonathan Swan's interview is, is really up there. Uh, WNBA players continue their go hard trend by opening, uh, openly supporting Senator Kelly Loeffler's opponent. Remember, they wore the the shirts basically saying "Vote for her opponent." To and remember, she's also it was even members of the team she co owns, the Atlanta Dream. She co owns that team. They wore those shirts too because the WNBA actually really goes hard. They also wore uh, I can't remember, I don't know if it was all of them or just one team wore shirts that had uh, bullet holes in the back that represented the seven shots in the back that Jacob Blake got. Uh, they wore those to the game. Um, Egypt had to tell Elon Musk, dumbass, that aliens did not build the pyramids. Uh, <laughs> Wilford Diabetes uh, Bermley died. Uh, Kanye West got booted from the ballot in five states because he didn't file in time. And in some cases, the signatures, they were clearly not those of the people listed there, which means somebody's probably going to go to jail for that because that's mail fraud. I mean, that's, that's election fraud. Um, and all that happened, and also by at least today, the 30th of August, 182,000 Americans have died from COVID. That's August. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is August. How was your alive. August? Right. We survived. <laughs> we survived. It's I I'm I am ex- I I'm actually glad that I went down to do an insane check once a month because I would not be here if I had to do this every week. I just, just no way, no way, no, no way. That's no. too much. This, this year is this the year that broke me. The year that broke Chris is twenty twenty, because this is absolutely enough. Like I, I it was it, it's not funny, but I was saying this about this week because the with everything that's going on in Kenosha, I have done the thing that black people always do, which is I have completely dissociated myself from it. Like I was not really watching news like that. I was trying to just avoid it because. I also have this impending doom of the election coming up as well. So I'm like, I cannot do this and function at work and everything was going great. And I did a nerd off on Friday and then the Chadwick Boseman news came and that, that broke me. That did. It. it was just like, it It was at that point. I'm just like, are you fucking serious? Like, come on, man. We've been putting up with a lot of shit this year. You're going to take T'Challa from us too. Like, are you fucking God damn it. You know, it's, it's it's so much. It's so much. I, I'm not going to go into a lot here. We did it on the character corner talking about it. Um, it's the shining light I have about the 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 the, the shining the, the thing I can think of most that, that gives me some comfort about Chadwick Boseman is that he at least leaves knowing how much his work was appreciated by everybody. Right. A lot of times when someone dies too young. We just as people 
don't recognize their humanity and, and their accomplishments while they're still here. Um, I do feel like we at least did that for Chadwick, right? That everyone, like, he knew how much all his roles, not just Black Panther, but all the roles he played meant to the world, but particularly to our community, um, and especially Black Panther and what that meant and, and going there. Like, it's it still sucks. It doesn't make it better. It, there's I mean, the idea of, you know, I was talking to Deepon about this, the idea that, he was going to be one of the centers of the MCU. And I'm not saying that as a selfish thing. Oh, well now we're not going to get more. Like, no, it's like that was, that's an accomplishment to have, to recognize him. It's to see that Feige and them were going to put, you know, the fate of, and, and their trust of the universe into his hands along with Brie Larson and Tom Holland and those kinds of, that he was going to be right up there. Like being the, the, the the next set of group of people of like the Chris Evans and the 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 the, the Robert Downey Juniors and things like that and and now that he's not going to be there to see it his legacy will carry on but it it does it's just one of those things of just like you know people have been saying all the time and I'm not going to get into specifics because I don't want to go to jail but it's like yo, the wrong people are dying yo <laughs> the wrong people are dying. right the wrong people are dying it's like it's one of the, it's it's that is that the good die young, the pricks live forever? And it's like, no, I'm serious. Like, why are the why are the pricks still here? Like, what are we doing here, guys? Like, what's the, what are the what are the rules? I want I just want to know the rules, right? I was like, I play video games. There's always rules of this shit. So what are the rules? Are we hitting are we hitting the sticks wrong? Are we are we are we am I am I pushing, are we pushing the buttons and the combos wrong? And that what was happening here because like there's a lot of pricks out there that should definitely be gone right now and are still around. And I want to know what the secret is because this shit don't make no sense and it sucks. So <sighs> it's just so much. It's just, yeah, I, um, I don't know. Like at what point, like my brain just like, okay. Uh, we've had a lot of emotions. So we're just turning it off. We're just we're just gonna turn it off right now, and you will process all of this later. Yeah. Right now, click. <laughs> so like that's kind of where my brain's at. Right. But like I recognize like everything, and I'm just like, oh, this is gonna hit later. Right. Well, it's a, it's a thing. You know, it's it's that thing. You always see people say, you know, black people, you need to, you know, you, you can't suppress your trauma. You can't do this. You gotta let it out. And people always talk about we do. And and I get that, and and that's real. But at the same time, I think that. The thing that people need to also understand as as black people in general, like it, it's it remind, it's we'll make Avengers references just because I feel like Chad would appreciate that. It's one of the things like when when in Avengers when when they're telling uh, um, Bruce to suit up, and he's like, "No, that's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry." I'm like, "You don't understand. As black people, we're always traumatized. Like every single one of us is traumatized. Like everything. Like." Even the right. people, even the people that come out there and are doing the whole thing of nah, depression is not real. You can't. Those are people that are depressed the most, right? Because those are the ones that are now projecting on everybody else, because they are literally fighting back their depression, and they think that the way they can handle it is to just like berate everybody else, stuff like that. It's like all of us are traumatized. There's different levels of trauma and things like that, but every single one of us is. As I was watching the RNC, I made this comment, right? And we'll get more into the, the, that that bullshit, but like there were so many black men that were up there cooning it up for for the Republican Party and Trump, 
And I said that I made this this note, and I want everybody to think about this. Every black Republican tells basically the same story about how terrible their life was until some white dude shows up and helped them out, and now they're a black Republican, right? It's like they all tell the same thing, and I'm like, nigga, that's trauma. <laughs> they always trying to. I pulled myself up by that bootstrap, and I think that everybody else can do it too. But I'm like, no, dude, you're suffering trauma, and you are just projecting that all onto us because you don't want to face your own trauma. And and as black people, that's what it is. We're always experiencing some kind of trauma. There's always some kind of rage. And we constantly have to suppress it because if we didn't, we would literally be immo- immobile, right? We wouldn't be able to, to function. We wouldn't be able to work. We wouldn't be able to do anything. Like I would not have been able to get through this work if I can completely focus on what was happening in Kenosha. I literally had to turn my brain off. I was like, I cannot do this. I cannot, I cannot function at work while that is going on and while I'm looking at that. And so it's not that I, I don't care. It's not, it's, I care too much. And I recognize that in order for me to, to function, I have to turn that part of my brain off. And black people constantly have to do that. We constantly have to suppress who we are and our own fears, our own problems, because if we don't, we like it would make a lesser person like if white if a white person like switched switched body we talk about the switching the body thing but if they switched and just took on our pain for like twelve hours oh they wouldn't survive it wouldn't it wouldn't work you wouldn't be able to do it because like everything no matter where your socioeconomic status is you feel that right it doesn't matter who you are how good you are how how much you do it's like you could always be that person and. That's just, that's heavy. <laughs> that's such a heavy lift. It really yeah, is. it was, it, the worst part about it is like, I I haven't been staying tuned in. Mm-hmm. But like, um, um, I've been specifically not like watching for stuff or like going through the news articles, but like Google still pushes me stuff. So even headlines, like Google will just be like, by the way, breaking news. And I'm just like, I turned you off. <laughs> Why are you doing this to me? Or um, I've noticed that every time there's like a, a software update on the Facebook app or the Twitter app, um, for whatever reason, it clicks my autoplay back on. Mm-hmm. And um it was actually really interesting because I had I um, had posted this on Facebook, you know, make sure you turn off your autoplay. And I got laugh reacts and I had to ask people why they were laughing. And they were telling me that, you know, usually their like autoplay is just full of nonsense. And I'm like, I have never seen nonsense autoplay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have. I have literally only seen death and violence. And even like my YouTube autoplay, because I like watch, I used to watch and listen to like a lot of um, queer podcasts and things like the more gay and feminist you go on YouTube, the more it sends you to anti stuff in the autoplay. So it'll, it'll be like the next video is a bunch of incels. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous. So I had, I had to like, okay, let me edit this post. Uh (laughs) Um, Check your autoplay settings mm-hmm. so that you don't accidentally see a black person die. Yeah. Because it, that's how I've seen all of the deaths has been through 
my autoplay settings kicking back in when I have them turned off. Um, but like, I've still been absorbing all of these things that are happening. Uh, I mean, we had like the massive, we had like the really big protests here that are still going on that were completely, <sighs> whatever you, you may have heard about the Seattle protests are wrong. <laughs> Let me just put it that way. There's not a single news outlet that actually said what was going on correctly. It was very weird hearing about my own city. Oh, um, I think I forgot about that. That happened in August too, right? Didn't Trump wasn't Trump sending the feds in in August as well? That might have been August. I what don't know it? if it was July or August, but tell. it happened. Yeah. <laughs> what is time? Time is a circle. It really is. Oh my god! I just. <laughs> I, just oh, I really don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. It all blends together, but you're right. Like it's. Um, yeah, and uh, I, I there's actually this assisted living facility across the street from me. This is the only time I'm gonna say God bless white pe- old white people. <laughs> Um, these, uh, old white people in the assisted living facility have been outside multiple times a week with like their oxygen tanks hooked up to them, like face masks, and they're holding up like end racism signs, justice for X, Y, and Z. Wow. <laughs> like all social distanced apart. And they're, out- and I know when they're out there because I hear honking. <laughs> And it's literally all these old white people and they've been, it's been, it's been like a month and a half, two months that they've been out there. Wow. So. It's one of those things that it's, it's, there's, there are some shining lights in all. Everything is, everything is really surreal. Right. It's, there's moments like, you know, like I said, I I think Toonami had Tom do that whole Black Lives Matter. Did you see that with with the, the video that. Toonami put out where they basically like address Black Lives Matter and it was actually really fucking good. And you're just like, holy shit. I heard I heard about it. I didn't see it because um that's one of the ones I do I do need to see. Cause during the slew of companies that were saying um Black Lives Matter, I actually know the ones that actually meant it mm-hmm. and the ones that don't. Right. <laughs> well, is it the fucking Astros were out there with like Black Lives Matter shirts. Mm-hmm. And uh, me and a, another friend were like, how much were they paid to do that? Because we like, I know for a fact, those guys, like numerous of those guys are hella racist. Mm-hmm. Like, like extremely racist. So we we're trying to figure out like how much they got paid to wear that shirt. Right. <laughs> yeah. But the, 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 the tsunami one's actually really, really good. Because um, they actually they also use clips from like different shows to kind of like prove out, like no if you're a fan and basically like saying like basically saying that if you if you don't support Black Lives Matter if you don't support ending racism and this kind of stuff you if you think that you just want to watch anime and not have this then you haven't really been watching like it's actually really fucking good actually you know what? let me see if I can find it I might be able to just you won't be able to see it but you you should be able to hear it because um, I was actually shocked and I, I'm not an anime person. I love um, anime. Yeah, I know. So it's like, so to me, uh, <laughs> uh, let's see, Tom. Yeah, because it's like, I'm not, but like, it's actually really fucking good. And I'm like, you know what? I'll allow it. You know what? I've, we've been through so much. You know, we we need this. We need this. All right, here we go. Found it. Hold on. Why are you not playing? 
is it not? Okay. I talk about race lately. I don't see color. Racism isn't real anymore. All lives matter. These words are actually harmful and steer away from the bigger issue. Racism still exists. Discrimination toward people of color still exists. Have you actually done it? Have you been able to overcome hatred? It's up to all of us to recognize that and take action. The decisions you make and the actions that follow are a reflection of who you are. If you're thinking, maybe, but not me, you've got some truth to uncover. But if you open your eyes and let go of the hate, you will see the truth. If you're thinking, this isn't why I watched Tsunami, Think again. Think about how you can fight against injustice. All of us together, standing and fighting as one. Think about how Sorry, you can be a part of an honest... Is that one? Sorry, the DBZ quote. Yeah. yeah. Conversation about racism. Because black lives matter and will always matter. Yeah, I was like, you know what? Okay. <laughs> Not bad. Like, that's actually... I mean, and you got to think about where, when it comes on and, and, and who it gets out to, like, yeah. And actually, to be perfectly honest, they, quietly, they've been doing that on Adult Swim for a while now. Like, you see their little chevrons in between, little, like, little things they do in between. They'll bring things, things like that up quietly. And you're just, I'm watching, like, yo, who, who's the black person behind Adult Swim right now? Who threw that shit in there? It's like, do you think nobody's watching? Because I see the, I just saw that shit. So, um... But yeah, they put that out. I think to maybe last night, and then to definitely it's online today. So I think that was, um, you know, again surreal, right? It just, you know, every time you feel like there's a shift, but then you also get the other side of it, right? You get you, you know, I, um, I don't know what's going to happen in November. I also realize that I'm just prepared for the worst because I feel like the way 2020 is gone is like. If you're not preparing for the worst, then you just have not been paying attention to the decade long 2020. Um, Honestly. That's actually like I was talking with my therapist about it and my therapist is just like, you know what? He's like, do whatever you can do to prepare. He's like, get whatever you need to get done to prepare for um, whatever outcome is going to happen. Yeah. And I'm like, uh... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you got you got laugh. Keep from crying. <laughs> I mean, I, mean, it, I like, am, yeah. I am, but it's just like it's one thing when you when you're like, there's that tiny hope in your head of maybe I'm just being a little bit paranoid, and then like the medical professional you see to deal with your paranoia is just like, <laughs> so you should prepare, right, just for w- the worst. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, where I'm not exaggerating yeah it's yeah it's 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 sad that you have to be that way that i have no faith in this country for multiple (laughs) reasons right i just don't um and maybe it all turns out right like it just there's just so many things going on let's just let's talk about that we'll get some of the more fun stuff later on um because also in the the two big things that happened technically three because we also had the you know announcement of kamala harris as vp for for biden um, but also the DNC, right? So the DNC had their all virtual um, convention, and I watched a little bit of both. Like I watched probably, I actually watched less of the DNC just because I'm like, I know what they're doing. It's fine. I watched towards the back half of it, so I watched Kamala's uh, speech and then uh, Biden's speech at the end, and some other pieces. But they did it all virtual. 
you know, the DNC is the enemy of progressism. (laughs) Say that thought. I I got, we're getting, we're going to get to that. I got, I got, I got all that stuff. The accelerationists, I think they're calling themselves and whatever. We're going to, I'm going to address that. Cause I just, I'm just, it's one of those things that having watched both conventions and also knowing that most people didn't watch either convention. Right. Even people who are, you know, are not like, it's like at this point, I also feel like at this point, do we even need the, do we, do we need anything else? You, you, at this point, you need to know if you need to be convinced to vote Democrat over Republican between now and November, you, I, you're, you're fucking worse. Um, I, I, I actually think the DNC, I think it's actually important to see what the public platforms are. Um, yes. And sometimes it's just easier to digest that through something like the convention true if if, if um, people watch if you watch right but right yes. if you watch um i don't care yeah. but <laughs> yeah it's important but, I, <laughs> but I have an extreme case some people might really want to know and honestly it is good to know because if you know if the dems are managed managed to take over stuff um holding them to that platform is going to be really helpful or pushing them left of that platform. Right. It's like, or even pushing them left of that platform. And I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. I think it's really important that we see the platform and um, also see like, cause some of the stuff that's even on the platform is to the left of what they were trying to fix. Mm -hmm. You know, Trump, the whole administration like went they they like erased a bunch of stuff they went backwards so some stuff has to get fixed yeah and they're like the platform honestly i think the platform is like extremely idealistic i will take like one thing off of that platform and i will be happy um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's, it's, well, it's, part, it's party platform, right? There's so many things that come. Well, so here's, and this is why I said, I, I don't I just want to go, I, I want to even skip past that because I feel like people don't listen. It's the same thing that happened in 2016, right? It's like Hillary's platform was to the left of Obama's platform. And people were like, she's doing it. And I'm like, but did you read the platform? Did you read the party platform or, or, or her platform? Did you read any of this stuff? And you realize that people aren't even looking at that stuff, right? It's like, so when you get I ice had people, I had people arguing with me about it. And I'm just like, this is on the platform. And they'd say, well, she doesn't have a plan for this. I'm like, actually, it's right here. This is what it is. Well, and then they, and then they, and let me guess, then they switched to the, well, she's not going to get it done. And I'm like, well, shit. Like, no, what they, is didn't, it? they didn't even do that. They tried to switch right. it to another thing. And I'm just like, listen, I have the platform memorized. You need to stop. <laughs> like, and that's, I think that's <laughs> the thing that bothers me most about the DNC, right? Is that, you know, at some point, the DNC is fighting against its own perception of it, right? And they are required to be the catch-all for everyone. So the minute, so what happens with the DNC is the minute there's something they disagree with you on, like, so let's use the idea that everybody goes through with the Medicare for all, right? They don't have Medicare for all. They're against, uh, uh, they want people to die. And I'm like, but no. So let's say that they don't have that in the platform now. Is what they have now better than what currently exists under the current president. And then two, if that's a starting point, can we then use that to push them further left? Right. Cause I think that's the problem that what happens when people look at the Democrats and where they're standing on what their policies are. They pretend like they can't be moved. 
And this is some of the things I've seen over Facebook and things like that where people say, they, you can't move, right? And this comes to that, that those, those, super, those super progressives that sit there and say, no, the lesser of two evils and this progressivism and moving, moving centrist, none of that works and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, but history says it does because we can look at Barack Obama. He, was, he campaigned on civil, civil unions. And he was moved to the left of that. It's like, you can do that. Like, we, we have seen the party move on that. You know, they pushed for the public option in universal health care. They didn't get it, not because Dems didn't want it. You didn't have the votes for it. So the idea was, do we continue to work on something that we can't get the votes for, or do we get the best we can get at this time? And then fight to push it forward and instead of having it dismantled right and like and i think that's the problem i have sorry i have sorry to interrupt it just what you said just made me think of something that i was thinking about the other day people don't understand how healthcare works no like you literally can't just shift to a public option right like that like you we're, there's no possible way we are going to have an immediate shift like it, that that is like a several several year transition yes which means it's gonna have to go in steps which is literally the plan right but that's the problem it's like so there's two problems right one you have you have people on the left who literally don't understand how things work and also how can I say this? The far left has become more about branding themselves than actually accomplishing anything. And I know that's going to piss some people off, but it's true, right? Give me an example. I, have some, I saw this one. I'm going through some of the things I posted on Facebook that I didn't even bother doing on Twitter because I, I didn't want to argue with people. But somebody said the Biden-Harris ticket is the most conservative Democratic ticket since uh, since at least DFK. Here's a thread of receipts. And I, I didn't even read the receipts. I'm like, you're absolutely fucking wrong. This ticket is to the left of Obama-Biden. It is. That is just factual. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, what are we... You, what? I We're not living in the same country. Um... <laughs> Like, We're not living in the same reality. I'm just like, in what world what, I mean, is Biden Harris conservative? Do you I, know what words mean? Well, well, this goes with the whole branding that they've been doing where they're trying to make it seem like that the current liberals and the current Democratic Party is really center-right. And I'm like... Mm, but that doesn't work because we have a right. I, mm, Mm. Like th- there's an actual right, you know, and I'm like, so then, so then where, where do you draw the line at where, where left was, do you go with FDR who, you know, had all these great things, but they didn't include black people. Like where, where is that left then? Right. Where, where, well, where's that left party then? If you, it, if you're saying it, that this is right, it doesn't, but even that doesn't work. You can't go backwards. I know. I know because <laughs> the country is different. The country's not the same demographics as it was. Like during FDR's time, he was extremely left. Yeah. 
Even though he didn't fuck with, because, even though he didn't fuck with black people, he, it's like right because nobody fucked with black people. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> nobody fucked with black people like that. Like that. That's it's, FDR was trash. It's it's what it's. Wait, did it, isn't FDR the one who also put the Japanese in, in camps? I believe so. Yes, that was FDR. FDR. Yeah. Yes. So he didn't fuck with the Japanese either. Yeah. And the thing is, is he went against his own like military advisors. They're like, this is unnecessary. We don't need to do this. He's like, you know what we should do? Put them in camps. Yeah, let's do it anyway. Eh. Right. Eh. Right. Eh. So, like, and he was extremely left for the time. So, but now he's not at all. Like, not even a thing. But that's what I'm saying. It's like, I feel like there's this disconnect between the far left. Because it's like, what I want them to understand is like, I'm actually, because anytime, and every time you talk, talk, you, you disagree with them. Like when I was saying, I, I can't remember where it was. Cause somebody was going off on me about, um, capitalism and all. And I was just like, yeah, none of that. That's not what I'm saying of any of that. Like, and I actually like, well, you're obviously, so you don't want Medicare for all. You don't want a universal healthcare. I'm like, no, I want that. I want that. I just also recognize that like, just because I want that, I also want it to get done. So there's a difference between saying something and actually getting it done. Right. And, and I feel like that's where this disconnect for that far left comes in at. Like they think that they, because they want something and they don't get it right then and there, then that makes their righteous. But I'm like, you're literally throwing a fit and, and you got so many of these people, like there's another one that really threw me off that I, I was very, very upset about. And there was the one that somebody basically said, um, and, and honestly, I was appreciative because I feel like this is what a lot of them feel. And I wish more of them would just come out and say it uh, so we could drop the facade. So this person said Joe Biden losing to Trump would mark the death blow to neoliberalism. Barack Obama will be 0-2 against Trump, his credibility and legacy ruined. People will be so disgusted that the Democratic Party lost twice to Trump that the establishment will drown, the, drown and the lessons would rise. Biden win may be better for the very short term, but Trump defeating Biden is objectively better for the progressive movement long term. Biden winning emboldens neoliberalism and crushes the left. And I am completely disgusted by this logic. Because as somebody pointed out to that, this, this thread was like, actually, the centrist you guys hate, Bill Clinton, is, a response, is the direct response to the Democrats losing three times to Republicans. You got Clinton, right? And I think the, I feel like the far left has lost track of who the villain is. To them, they see the villain as being the Democratic Party because they feel like the, 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 the Democratic Party caters more to centrists and moderates. And, but what they haven't realized is that that's, not the, that's, that's also the base of that party. I'm not saying you have to agree with that. I'm not saying you have to like the fact that moderates are the base, but moderates and centrists are the base of the Democratic Party. And that includes black people, right? <laughs> we like to talk about how black people are the base of the party. Yes, all those black people are moderates or maybe even a little bit more conservative than you think. And so the far left has done this thing where they have, they have really, and you, saw, you see it every time during the primary, they've overestimated how many people agree with their presentation of their ideas, right? Because 
if you poll people on whether we should have universal health care, is over, they overwhelmingly support it. But when then then you have to ask the question of why is it then that they don't support some of the candidates like Bernie Sanders who come out there? And I'm like, because the presentation of Bernie Sanders is all wrong, and we can see a snake snake sales a snake oil salesman when we see one. We know that he's not able to get that done. We want it, yes, but we're not willing to 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 vote for somebody who doesn't have a plan on how to get it done. I'm not gonna lie; I don't even think he cares to get it done. Well, I but that's the thing. I don't think any of them do. I think all they are about is winning the moment, winning the hashtag, winning the 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 viral tweet and the snarky comment. None of them have an actual plan on how that works. And it's basically because they have no plan on winning the actual people. Right. It reminds me of, it it reminds me of when we were having the defund the police debate. And I'm like, listen, and I understand why I I, I totally understand the activist point of view, but I was like, you guys do realize that while that it works on an activism level, you're not going to get most national politicians to agree to that. Because they can't. It's not because they don't agree with you. Like Joe Biden, he's not going to come out and say he agrees on defunding the police because you can see what Trump is trying to do to run against him. He's going to be trying to go, you know, the law and order, scare white people. Like he cannot run again. He cannot say that. Even if he agrees that the police should definitely have not have the funds that they have right now. We need to, you need to, you know, they should not be getting military weapons and all this. Even if he agrees with all that stuff, he has to be very careful on how he words that. He can't come out and just say defund the police. He can't come out and say, we're going to abolish ICE. You know, even if he agrees with that, politically from that point of view, on a national stage, cannot do that. Because that will nope. not win. And, and but, but you have to, you have to realize that his job is different than yours. It's the same thing when people coming out and, and being mad at these national politicians, these senators, and even the presidential candidates coming out and, and denouncing the looting. I'm like, and, 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 and some of the, the, the violent protest quotes in, in in these protests. I'm like, but they have to do that. You're not going to get a politician who comes out and is like, oh, well, yeah, you know, fuck it, burn it all down, guys. They, they can't do that. They have to be very careful with their words. And the ones that you know you listen to are the ones that give more equal weight, give more weight to why that the looting has happened versus just saying, they have to come out and say, hey, guys, let's try to do this, but we understand where the pain's coming from. They have that. That is the job. Of, that's their job. But I feel like so many on the left don't care about that. They just want to hear it. They don't care about the consequences of what that means or how, what that accomplishes. You know, I think that I think um, the last time um, it was I think it was uh, the Milwaukee mayor and specifically. I love that man. I'm not going to lie. Um, he I think he said it really well because uh, they were the at the time the governor was scott walker mm-hmm. and scott walker's like let me call in the guard but you know it has to go up the chain the mayor has to tell the governor and the mayor's like fuck no and um i think he put it he, i remember him putting it really well he he didn't even he didn't even say try and be peaceful he's just like people are angry and they're right to be angry mm-hmm. And that, and that's just, and that's it. And that's, right. that's like all he said. He's just like, nope. Yeah. And, and 
I just remember Scott Walker being really angry about it, and I was just like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Anything that makes Scott <laughs> Walker angry is great. But I think that's the thing. It's like I, I think that the base of all this stuff is as much as we say that black people are the base of the Democratic Party, and we still have to remember that black people were still only thirteen percent of the population. So right. whether you whether whether you like it or not, they still need to get some white votes, right? They still need to comfort white people, and we know white people are racist. Whether it's implicit or, or explicit, like we know they have that bias inside of them. And so when you sit there and go, why are they talking to white people? It's like, because they still need them. Like the reason why, if you believe the polls right now, the reason why Joe Biden is actually winning right now is because he's actually picking off some of those white voters that Hillary lost in the 2016 election. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I don't believe the polls. Oh, I don't believe them either. I don't either. I don't. Well, so I don't, but I also realize that I'm also like, White people like white people like Joe Biden more than like Hillary Clinton and um, Joe yeah. Biden is a man. And so I, I while I, I still have the the I'm still burned from 2016. I believe the polls this year a little bit more. I think it's way closer than they're showing, but I believe them more just because Joe Biden represents the type of white man that white people would vote for over a, God, a he does. And, and that's God, what I'm saying. It's like and, and, and that's what I'm saying. It's like he's the safe white vote. Uh, and that's why I'm like, considering what he's done and the campaign he's run and where he's gone to make adjustments and changes, I appreciate them because I think he also recognized that. But I think we, you know, in the left and the progressives in this country need to realize it's like, we are not a progressive country as much as we want it to be. I'm sorry, I'm black. I don't see that. And I think that what happens is we see that there, and I've seen this from the argument from progressives going, there are so many people that don't vote in these elections and they have this under, and they make this fallacy, the belief that if we were, if, 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 if the Dems ran more progressive, they would pick up those votes. And I'm like, how do you know that those aren't just extreme right people that are so racist that the Republican party isn't racist enough for them? Like, that's my belief. I believe the majority of those people that are not voting if you take out the suppression, if you take out the people that have had their votes stolen from them or are not able to vote because of that, the rest of the people are people that honestly, at this point I'm looking at, I'm going like fascism isn't enough to get them off their asses. And you can't convince me that universal health care and more progressive ideas are going to be that thing. I, I'm sorry. This country is too racist for me to believe that. And I'm not going to lie. Um, I'm pretty sure they're just anarchists. Well, and there's that too, right? So it's like, if they're anarchists, you're definitely not going to get their votes, right? So well, I mean, like the the like the the progressive left, the super left people, one, they're literally why I don't call myself progressive because they're just like, you can't be progressive and have like two tricks up your sleeve mm-hmm. <laughs> like you just that that's not how it works you're basically a single voter <laughs> mm-hmm. you're a single issue voter um which i guess is fine but you're really obnoxious well, and um really they're just they're anarchists they don't they don't actually care most of the stuff that they're asking for and even looking for, a lot of it can be done within the DNC. Yes. 
but they don't want to work with the DNC. They want to take over the DNC, mm-hmm. but they also don't want to lead. Mm-hmm. They just, and I'm like, it's it, they're literally the polar opposite of libertarians. Yes. And, and, and so you can't work. With I them. have, I have, and, and on top of that, like, I'm not trying to be like, I'm really trying not to be like classes about this, but a lot of these words that they throw out have meaning. Like, like these words have meanings, like deep, like, like, thesis level meanings behind them oh i'll give you a perfect example of that <laughs> everybody and you can't yeah. and you can't just rattle them off like buzzwords on the back of a coffee bag but that's what they do everybody so at this point everyone on that side is for the most part misusing the word capitalism and neoliberalism and neoliberalism they you they are complete they've turned those words into Somebody's doing something that I don't like or agree with. And so neoliberalism in- specifically is like a really complex theory that the definition of it has changed like at least six times in the last like 15 years. Right. I, I was, um, I was talking about, uh, yesterday I made a comment about the, well, Friday I made a comment about, uh, well, actually no, it was yesterday because Screen Rant had done that stupid article where they were basically saying, well, can Marvel move forward with Chadwick Boseman not being Black Panther and Black Panther 2? And everybody was just telling them to go fuck themselves, why would you write that article now? Somebody yeah, responded back to him. still warm. Right, right. Grave's he's not, not even, even in the ground. The, the grave's he not, the, like, yeah, grave hasn't even been dug. Grave hasn't even been dug, right? So, um... I was like, this is fucking ridiculous. I can't believe you did this. Somebody goes, if you haven't thought that the Marvel's already having these conversations now, then you don't really understand capitalism. Blah, blah. And I'm like, first of all, all right, listen. One, this is not about Marvel Studios and them having that conversation at all about that. That's not what this is. It was about Screen Rant, and, uh, an outlet, writing this disgusting article at this point when this man has been, not even been dead for 12 hours. Two, assuming that the producers of all these films already knew about Chadwick Boseman's health, you're right. They probably did have these conversations before, not because of capitalism, because, well, you know, you probably had a conversation with him and everybody kind of knew this. Two, they're not having it now, 12 hours after his death, because, the you know, Black Panther 2 is not in production. I mean, they, they announced it. The script's, the script's not even done, right? The movie's not coming out until 2022. Like, it's, they have not filmed anything. They have not done anything with it. Like, it's, no. Um, three, none of that has to do with capitalism. That's not capitalism. It's not capitalism going, hey, we we were doing this product. Or the person that was leading this product has died. What's the next steps for us? That's not capitalism. That's just normal business. Like, hey, we we have to make some changes or we have to enact this, this, this backup plan that we had or we have to do this. Do we even need to move forward with this? Like, these are those are normal conversations that would not change whether it's socialism, capitalism, or whatever. Those are conversations having. Second of all, um, it's this thing of, um, I think no name did this when she was saying that, um, her response to basically saying that you can't move, uh, people keep saying that you can move Joe Biden and Harris to the lefty. We need to, but you, how do you move a capitalist who doesn't care for human life? And I'm like, again, you have tied capitalism to not caring about human life. That is no capitalism can be exploited by easily by people. And you can say that maybe it's a, it's a system in place that is easier to exploit uh, human life. I can go with that. But it's not inherently part of that thing. It's like when we're people not come... Even, we're 
we're not even capitalist. Right. I mean, it's we're we're, we're not. Um, there's a thing of when people go and, and have started using this idea that you know 180,000 people have died of COVID because of capitalism, and I'm like, again, folks, no, they haven't. You can there there are capital things in the system that have harmed people during this COVID crisis, absolutely, but. The fact that 180,000 people have died is because of incompetence by Donald Trump and his administration. Obama, we're, we're, we, we, we're a regulated free market. Yeah, I, it, <laughs> it, I, I'm like none of the stuff, but that's but that's the problem with the far left, right? They say these things that are catchy, and and so capitalism has become the, the catchphrase. Anti-capitalism, anti-capitalism become the catchphrase. And again, I'm not even saying that being anti-capitalism is wrong. I am not. What I'm saying is, I don't know if you guys understand the words you are saying, and those no, words have me like, and words have meaning. Like, and they're really and it's, they're really complex. Actually, like yes. this is where you have to have a really good understanding of both civics and uh, economics. And most like, of us don't have that. Like I have a very base understanding of economics, but this is like they're very complex. They're not just something you can throw out. These are things that you have to have like several hour discussions over. It's not something that can fit in in a in a single tweet. It, but that's but that's the thing, right? It's it's that's the that is that's the problem that we have turned you've turned the movement into boiled down catchphrases where everybody says do the research, do your do your and none of you guys have actually done that though. Right. And, you're and, yelling at people to do and, the research, but you haven't done any and I can see it because right. of how you're using it. Right. And so you've turned this thing into now it's about anti capitalism and stuff like that. And 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 the rage in the in the up in being upset is understandable 100%. But it's also why you're stuck on not moving again. And I'm saying this is saying that hey, you know, Cori Bush won her, won, won her, won her election. Like they are picking up seats in like the house, which is good, but the house is different, the house is a district to get a national seat, to get something like a statewide seat, like a senator to get a governor, to get, you know, a president, you have to then start selling these ideas in ways that are manageable for the average American to get, which I get why they boil them down. But at the same time, they boil them down so much that like people are like, that's bullshit. Get the fuck out of here. So when you say things like, you know, when, when you, you suggest that somehow that Joe Biden and, and Kamala Harris don't have any regard for human life because they're capitalists, everybody can literally go, but like Joe Biden's superpower is that he cares. We all see that. Like, that is his thing. We know that. Like, we right? Saw that's the, the what? That's literally the one thing he's good at. Right. That we. I mean, you can you can go, you can get on Joe Biden about everything else. His superpower is this is the dude that we all know is that guy. Like he he's the guy that when you know we saw that we, we they had the, the kid uh, I forget his name at the, the the DNC the one that stutters and when Joe Biden saw him talked to him gave him the advice and then called him and then worked with this like that is the thing like like the Daily Show did did a joke about the the Joe Biden uh, uh, phone call plan. Because Joe Biden calls everybody and 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 knows all these people, knows all this. Like 
That is Joe Biden. So when you come out and say Joe Biden and, and, and Kamala Harris don't care about any don't care about human life, everybody can go, well, I'm gonna shut you off right now because that's literally just not factual and true. Like you can make your argument, like make your argument, and you can you can have a good point, but you've thrown it all away now because you you went this super hyperbolic route of what? No, that's not fucking true. When you go out and say that maybe we'll be better, yeah, sure. The you know Joe Biden being defeated by Trump would be the death of of of, of moderates. I'm like, uh, no, it wouldn't. No, it wouldn't. You you think all this? Because here's the thing. If that was the case, then why didn't y'all why why didn't that happen during the the defeat of Hillary Clinton? Because that's what I heard. I heard during the I heard that defeating Hillary Clinton is it's this weird thing that the far left is doing and the far right is doing the same thing. The far right is doing this thing where in Joe Biden's America, this was happening, and they show a bunch of images from Trump's America, and you're just like, but that actually happened under your watch, though. Right. So that's what, all right, that's you. That's so the same thing's happening with right the far left, right? When they're going like, well, yeah, if 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 Biden's defeated, then we're gonna, and then we get four more. That's when it's gonna. I'm like, but you guys said the same thing when Hillary was defeated. You guys said that maybe it'd be better if Trump won, so that neoliberalism liberalism would be defeated, and we could then rise, and we have all this stuff. And I'm like, so where was your revolution? Where have you guys been in the last four years? Nobody wants a revolution. Right. That like, won't... I don't know how to get this through to people. Nobody wants a revolution. Revolutions are bloody. They don't want it. They're also a lot of work. Nobody wants it. Like, I think that we we romanticize the civil rights movement so much that we don't realize how many people would just be like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> also, people died. Yeah. 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 I'm not my like, ancestors. Talk, I'm not people dying. People talk about peaceful protests like that shit was peaceful. And I'm like, what's peaceful about getting hosed by white supremacists mm-hmm. and having dogs sicked on you and getting beaten in the streets? How is that peaceful? You, you. I mean, it's just the thing of like... And yeah. also, why would you think that it would be easier... Under four more years of Trump, after everything he's done so far, likelihood of losing, because let's be honest, Ginsburg ain't going to last another four years. All right. So that means that means that that means that means that means almost the entirety of the Supreme Court would be conservative. Um, We already know that we've lost the courts for a generation, the lower courts for a generation. The lower Um, courts are just full of are full of literal white supremacists who are unqualified to be lawyers. So it's like, it's not even just they're white supremacists. Qualified. They're not even qualified. Like not, not saying that it, it would be, it, it kind of been better, but I don't know. Someone gives me a little more com- comfort. If it was like at least a qualified white supremacist, it's like, they're not even qualified, right? They're not even qualified to really be judges. Right. And so the course full of them, um, what makes you think that one, I also like the idea that, you think that giving four more years of Trump means that whatever the revolution happens or whatever's in, that it would be met in a way that allows you to have this revolution. Because this dude is quickly coming. Like, you get four more years of Trump and you embolden him again after this, after what he's done so far. Like I said, the RNC was full of so many violations of the Hatch Act. It was ridiculous. Like, that's how, like, the worst thing that happened at the, at the RNC, it wasn't even the fact that they used, literally used the White House as a backdrop for a political campaign. That was not even the worst thing that they did at the, D, the, the RNC, all right? We've seen him literally have federal agents, T 
tear gas protesters to clear a way for him to do a photo op. You give this man four more years. What makes you think you survive four more years to do a revolution? He has been sending federal agents to disappear people from protests. What makes you with with a with a DHS head who is not even confirmed by the Senate is an acting head. Right. What this person is not you, even confirmed by the Senate and is still what executing. Makes you think. Like like this is this is literally how the Nazi regime started. It is. No, it is. It is. Like, so, this is an exaggeration. This is actually like that's that's what they did. Right. And when you, what happens is when you go so far to the right, this idea that the overcorrection is then they go so far to the left, that is not what's gonna happen. That's when you start getting your center rights and your or your centers, and you guys you basically start all over again. You start over again. So right now you have the opportunity to start more left than you have ever been from a from a, from a position in the national in, in the White House. You have been, and I get it. It's cool to shit on Obama and say that he did this and this and that. I'm sorry. Again, he was way more left than anybody else we had before him. And and Biden is going to be way more left. And honestly, I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. Yeah. I think Biden. Under- I, I, I think within two years, Biden's going to be like, all right, I'm stepping down. Kamala Harris is now president of the United States. I honestly think that's going to happen. I I can't imagine Biden being in for four years. Yeah, I can't. can't. (laughs) But but also because I can't imagine it. Yeah, but also also just knowing who he is and how he is, it's like I see him. No, no, that's why. That's why. Yeah, it's. I really feel like he literally is doing this because he was like, "Yo, I got my boy Brock. I got to protect his legacy." I, you know, I feel like this. And if you and and this is the last thing, and then we'll move on to the RNC a little bit, and then some of these other stories, but like. I feel like what the problem with the far left is they judge the Democrats, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, and all of them in a vacuum removed from the other choices. And I'm like, you are, spend so much time focusing on what you don't agree with them on, you miss all the other stuff where, where and instead of, like, what you should be doing is, I'm not saying you got to just take, and this other thing too, it's like, when you say this to them, they get this idea that you're telling them to shut up and just vote. And I'm like, no. Just like Obama even said this, like, we need your voices. You are the front line to push this ticket more to the left. Don't take no for an answer. But also at the same time, you don't have to drag them down with you and say because they didn't, they told you no the first time that it means they're completely against it and all the other stuff. No. You keep pushing them. That is what the job is. That is what's going to like happen. It, like not- I said, some, some of these people are 100% anarchists. Mm-hmm. They've, and this is this is just rhetoric that has been in little every every anarchist bookstore f- since the eighties, seventies, sixties. But then I think there's also a subset of people who this is how they're coping. Yes, and um, not all coping mechanisms are not harmful. Some of them are extremely harmful. And I don't think they want to, I don't think they're capable of addressing um, what the GOP is doing for right. the current situation. Right. And like I said, I watched the RNC. Um, wish I hadn't, but I did. Because I don't know why. I was just bored this week. Um, and I, that is some, okay. Oof. Yeah, I, 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 I had better. Choices. <laughs> I, I did have better choices. I, I could have. I should have made better choices. I should have. You, but, but you know what? Yes. It is? 
But you know what it is? <laughs> this is one of the one things, too. It's like, I didn't even do it. Because I see somebody go, oh, no, I watch RNC because you got to see what the other side is doing. It wasn't even that to me. I literally wanted to see how far gone the Republican Party was. Like, we've known a little bit, right, by just some of the work they've done. But I wanted to see, because to me, if you if they participated in this RNC, if they participated in it, this, that's when I was like, and so watching Mitch McConnell give his speeches and talk, right? And I'm like, oh, Mitch, you're just, you're, you're I mean, I've known you're gone, but you're really gone. To watch an, an entire RNC where they, for the most part, talked about the current, the current pandemic in the past tense. As if it was over, as if each day of the as if each day of the RNC, a thousand more people didn't die. I think Rachel Maddow or or Joy or maybe even Nicole Wallace pointed out that during the last the last so the last speech was Trump's, and they did they they did it at the White House because again Trump's ego required him to have a live audience for Pence, his wife, and for himself. Everything else was kind of like pre-recorded. But for those, they needed a live audience because he had to feel that the clapping. He needed. He's that much of an egomaniac. Which again, fascist. Um, there were about fifteen hundred people, maybe two thousand people on the 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 lawn of the White House to watch for this for that speech. And and one of the one of the women who was doing the MSNBC coverage covered and said, "That's one day worth of people who died from COVID." If you need the visuals. Yeah. That's how many people died today from COVID. And you mm-hmm. have an RNC, you have a Republican Party who is talking about it as if we are going to hit at the bare minimum. We're probably going to be at 250. 250,000 Americans dead. A quarter million Americans dead in, in what? Seven months by the time the election comes? Uh, eight months by the time the election comes? Because Donald Trump's incompetence and his administration's incompetence, and they're going to sell it off as, they, and they were not just not just selling it off as if it it wasn't a problem. They were selling it off as if he did a great job. The delusion. It's so wild to me. So I've mentioned that I you know I play this cell phone mobile kind of castle game thing, but. Um... I was running two guilds. Each guild has like over 130 s people. And sometimes since March, no, since February, uh, people just stop logging in. Mm-hmm. And then we find out later that they died wow. from COVID. Wow. Yeah. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just like, people aren't getting it through. That people are dying. They're they are dying. Well, because that's where everybody's been moving back to this idea of getting back to normal. But the problem is, we're but trying to get back to normal. There's not normal. Well, there's no and there's no normal because this administration bungled it so badly up front that now people we, want, and I get it, right? People at this point like we should be quarantined. We should be doing all this stuff. It's like, but we've been doing it for seven months. Why is it? Why is it going? And it's like. Because, of the administration. because we haven't been quarantining right. for seven months. Exactly. We haven't been. You can't say we've been quarantining for X amount of time when we have not been. Some states never closed. Uh, mm. Thank you. Thank you. Some states never closed down. Yeah. 
they kept pushing through. Others closed down for like two weeks. And I think when and others did it for like two months. I'm like, I'm actually really thankful for my governor. Also, he's really funny. Um, he ends every month with like, like he he does like a w- once a week update. Mm-hmm. Whose governor does a once a week update? But he has he has like charts with like graphs and things every every session. Um, but yeah, we're still closed down, thank God. But that's only because our governor is actually doing the correct thing. But most states aren't closed. No, well, so I'm, I'm here in Maryland. Um, I think I think Maryland and Virginia are still in phase two, if you will. But our governor basically just made the announcement that. Because of the declines, he thinks that he's given authority to schools to open back up full time now. Thankfully, <laughs> thankfully, right. Thankfully, most of the districts themselves are basically been like, yeah, no, we're not doing that. This is Montgomery County, PG County. They're like, yeah, we're still going to be virtual. We're not doing that shit. But it's, a, it's this idea of, because again, our, 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 our governor is Republican. So all the Republicans are getting this pressure to eventually, no matter how good they sounded up front, they all eventually come back down to this, which is they're still Republican. They're still looking at the numbers. They're still looking at the economy, and they know that if you don't, if you keep kids at virtual learning, the parents can't really go back to work, and so you really can't get the bounce back for the economy you want. So they're trying to force these people to go back. But then you like, can't have an economy when people are dead. Well, you, one, you can't have economy when people are dead, and you also can't open schools up if you don't have a plan. So what also, are you doing to what are you doing to like? protect students because this idea of well the students won't get sick and I, I kept hearing this from Trump right well there's all the evidence says that the students don't really the, the kids under this don't really get heavily affected by it they might catch it I'm like yeah so they catch it and then they give it to their parents or they catch it they didn't give it to their teacher who are not in that age group who are usually older like what are you guys talking about like this is like, just basic like, first off that's not true right right People, kids are dying kids are dying second off asymptomatic carriers are like asymptomatic people are still carrying third every single person asymptomatic or not who catches it has has been shown to have some kind of damage to them more than deaths cuz we're see we're they're talking a lot about the number of deaths that's not talking mm-hmm. about the number of people who are going to be having chronic dis- uh, chronic yeah. disabilities or conditions for the rest of their life. Yes, which also then puts a strain on the healthcare system. But yes. Which puts a strain on the healthcare system and also puts a strain on the economy. Yes. Yes. So no, we're not because talking about Because like you have thousands of people who can't work. Right. And so what we and then you couple that with the CDC now trying to say and governors are basically like this is dumb. CDC now coming up with the guidance that came from the White House. Basically telling asymptomatic people, people that have been in contact with somebody who has COVID but aren't showing systems themselves, don't need to get tested. And they're like, well, no, no, no. Well, we're just doing, we're, we're trying well, to target the, I'm like, but that's dumb. And let's be clear about this. The CDC has even said the White House told us to say this. Yes. Because like, the CDC has been fighting with the White House the entire time. Yeah. They don't agree with it, but this is what they told us to do. And Right. Um, because they're, they're literally being like, like. Trump, the administration took away power from them to do any good with this. Yes. Because, so, the, yeah, because the administration's plan, again, is to show the numbers are going down, show that everything's fine. It's literally the emperor has no clothes, and they don't want us to see that. Right. Like, to the point of the, and that's the other reason why I watched the RNC to see how dumb they went with this stuff. So, to the point of during Pence's speech and also with 
Trump speech, and this is why I'm not saying I'm hoping they get COVID, but I'm just saying, um, I no mass. I would literally, I would literally die. Listen, um, no mass. They both kind of walked a rope line, almost, if you will. Uh, and also, and and like, um, I know Yamish Alcindor was saying this. He was like, they 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 for the pinch speech at at Fort McHenry, they tested the press, but they didn't test most of the people in the audience. She was like, for the White House, they didn't even test the press. We didn't even all get tested. So. At this point, it's this idea of showing strength. We are literally to the point of the Republican Party is all about showing strength, even though we all see the world burning around us. Yeah, but here's the thing, too, is that because of all the because of all the shit that they've pulled with the CDC, um, we don't have effect like efficient or effective. I mean, we have effective testing that works, but you'll find the results to that test within like what? seven to 12 days and if if you if you had tested right well i'm assuming that they'll be getting their results much faster but if you're not in full quarantine while waiting for that test result that test is useless oh well that's what's happening here in maryland so i knew somebody who thought she had come in contact with somebody with covid um Got the test done and thought that, hey, you know, they tell you to be in quarantine. You should get your results. And I think like it's supposed to be five to seven days, right? Didn't get them until like the fifth, 16th day. She went to quarantine herself. And that's what they, you're relying on people then to do the right thing and to quarantine themselves for that period. Because if you get a test on Monday and you don't quarantine until you get the results of it, if you go out Tuesday and it comes back on Wednesday that you got that your test results are positive. Everybody you came back in contact with on Tuesday could get affected if you were. Also, it could be that you were you were negative. So let's say your result comes back on Wednesday and is negative because you didn't get, you went out in quarantine. You got infected on Tuesday, even right. though your result on Wednesday says that you are negative. You are actually now positive because you got infected on Tuesday. Like this is a fucking problem, and so we do know there's now the new um, the new test that uh, you know again came from the NBA because that's what the NBA did with their testing in 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 the bubble is the quick test, right? They get the results back in five minutes, and now they're trying to uh, put the money into that to get that spun up. And all I can say is. The administration is trying to make it seem like we like the entire RNT was them. We spun up the. Yeah, but the, how, the, how many NBA players ended up with COVID? Well, they were also in the bubble, so almost none. So when the, inside the bubble, like once they really started, they didn't really have any cases. They did a really good job. Like the NBA, right. the bubbles worked, right? But the bubbles worked because they were bubbles, and and you did not let people really leave like that. We had the you had some of the stories like the the you know Lou Williams and the the Magic City Wings and things like that. And like I get it, I saw the I saw what the wings looked like. I get it, right? But still, like they 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 had a very effective testing and quarantine and bubble procedure bubble procedure, right? We needed that for states. And we didn't right. have it. So the NBA, the WNBA, the NHL, like the you see what we 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 need that. What we didn't have, we had the MLB. And you saw what baseball happened. Baseball has been canceling games left and right because uh these motherfuckers didn't didn't know how to quarantine and didn't have a bubble and uh they were having teams that were getting all kinds of you know COVID cases and things like that. Also, so now you have so the entire um 
RNC, you had Trump Center going around talking about some, you know, and people try to bug up. We had the we mobilized the greatest testing apparatus we've ever seen. Blah blah. blah. I'm like, no, no, you haven't. You guys, there's and, and like I, I loved MSNBC and CNN, CNN the way they covered the RNC at least. They kept apologizing for it, and I'm like, don't apologize. This is what your jobs are. They kept breaking in to the anchors to to live fact check the RNC, going. What you just heard here, here is all false, not right. Like when, um, I think it was the last day of the, the convention, they had Dana White from the UFC came in and gave a speech, and it was like the worst thing ever because like it was so many lies. And literally Rachel Maddow like was just laughing the entire time going, none of what he said was true. Um, and when you look back at what the Trump administration did, they did things like, I remember earlier it was like, oh, well, we said we would deliver 200,000 tests. We didn't say that you could actually like conduct them because we were missing the swaps. And, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah we, we've conducted the test, but like, have you gotten the results back on them? Well, no, not really. It's like a test without quick results means nothing. It means absolutely nothing. If you can't give people the results almost immediately and that person doesn't immediately quarantine, the test results you get back are worthless. Because they can test, they can catch COVID in between when they got tested and their test results, and now you got more people fucked up. So it's like, I don't know what's going to happen if, if if and 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 now you and then you got the 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 promise of a vaccine. And I'm going to be perfectly honest with you guys right now. I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I am not an anti-vaxxer at all. Vaccines are absolutely necessary. Vaccines now, take at least a year. You guys are out of your goddamn mind if you think I'm taking a vaccine under the Trump administration. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, no. We, no, it wouldn't be safe. Like vaccines, <laughs> literally, like they be it, because of trials to do things correctly, they take a minimum of a year. You are out of your goddamn mind if you think that if they deliver a miracle vaccine, but I am, unless it gives me superpowers, I am not <laughs> taking. So I, I have, vaccine. I have, I have scientist friends like legit scientists uh one of them does a lot of work mm. with like virology <laughs> and they vaccines take a year at minimum any vaccine that comes out it's not gonna it's just not gonna be well so there's two things about that right so one it's the it, it might not be effective because again they rush through it and they who knows i mean and I, they, we're going with the, the nice idea that it just isn't effective Forget the idea that it actually has some serious fucking side effects that that are not like positive, like superpowers, but like some serious side effects that really fuck you over, right? Forget that. Um, but like then there's the other aspect of it is like, I'm not gonna lie, I ain't taking a fucking vaccine, so that means you're gonna have, and you're gonna have a bunch of people like me, not because we're anti-vaxxer, because we don't trust the we don't trust this administration to have made it safe, which then kind of nullifies the vaccine. Because in order for vaccines to be really, really effective, you need to have large amounts of the population to actually take them. So, but then also that also brings up the other piece of two of so you have the vaccine, you guys did such a horrible job of pushing out ventilators and and tests. What apparatus are you guys putting in place to distribute a vaccine? Because here, a smart administration would be doing that now instead of talking about the vac- promising a vaccine by the end of the year or before the election. They would be talking up their their mobilization effort to be able to get the vaccine out 
and distribute the vaccine in different places. You would think that they would set that up now, right? Right. You would think, but you're not hearing that because they're not doing that because this administration is not smart. Oh, we're so smart. You know what the thing is? I don't, it's not even that I don't think the administration isn't smart. They just don't care. Oh, there's that too. There's a complete lack of empathy. They have no, they have, they, uh, they have no empathy because the president has no empathy. The GOP has no empathy. They, they specifically run on a lack of empathy. Mm-hmm. They don't actually care. So it's like, I can't even say that the what they're doing is because that they're doing the things that they are because, you know, they're not they're not being smart. It's just they don't care about people. They just care about money. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's 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 the people who make money by destroying their company and then doing it all over again. Oh, look. Wow. That sounds familiar. <laughs> it's literally Donald Trump, you know. Right. It's, like yeah. that. that's it's not even an uncommon business model. Right. So that, and that's, Hey, this is what happens when you have a businessman running the country, run the country like a business, literally like a business. He's running it. Like he's running it like a CEO, CEO embezzle trash. And then move on to the next one. He doesn't have to deal with any other damage. So yeah, he, they they don't they don't care about people. Yeah, which is also then the weird thing where you have like Ivanka Trump coming up and talking about how her dad cares about people, and we're like, or or uh, Melania coming and talking about ending, um, uh, wanting to end uh, 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 bullying online, and we're like, can you start with the guy who shares your bedroom? I mean, right. He's, he's, like, right there. he's literally a bully. He's, he's literally right there in front of you. So, yeah. right. But like, and you know this better than anybody. Yeah. I mean, what do you, what do you, what are you doing right here? So, right. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. Clear choices here, guys. Clear, clear choices. Clear choices. I don't think there's ever been more of a clear choice. Um, and the other thing, too, I'll say about the left and, and the right and far left, too, is like, you don't want to also overcompensate. Right. If you go this whole route of you're saying, hey, fuck it, you guys win without us and we're not going to we're not going to support if Biden does win. There's going to be a bunch of moderate center Republicans that supported him. You don't want their voices being and I don't think Biden would listen to them like that, but you don't you definitely don't want their voices being there like the Joe Scarboroughs, the 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 Steve Smiths, the the all them. Hell, I mentioned it. Nicole Wallace, like what Donald oh, Trump God. has done, what Donald Trump has done is normalize people who are actually far right Republicans into being normal. The Lincoln Project, like I am not, I, I, I am grateful for their support at this time, but we need to use them just for that and then kick them to the curb the minute Biden wins because these are the same people that helped us get to a Donald Trump. You know? When, like, this is where we're at. Like, we're at the point where you have to realize that, like, George W. Bush was terrible. What I mean, we're we're just, uh, this week, I think, was the anniversary of uh, Katrina, which is also weird, because that's also when we just had another hurricane hit down in the Gulf. Um, 
it's like they happen around the same time every year. Right. It's almost like they're predictable almost. Um, the As bad as... Trump has been so bad, he's made people forget how bad George W. Bush was. George W. Bush has become normalized because of the extreme of Donald Trump. If you think that that is a benefit to the left, you are sadly mistaken. We yeah, should not- people, people forgot the fact that those satire news shows um, actually came into being for the Bush presidency. Yes, Daily Show. Uh, the Daily Show existed before the the... the the, the Bush presidency, but it they they exploded to what they are because of Bush's presidency. But I will also right. say that's also why you get some of these people on the left are doing this because they exist because of they I hate to say it, they thrive off of the extreme right. Just like the extreme right thrives off of making um leftists the boogeyman, so does the far left. They need the far right because they that's the, it's sad. And I'm just saying that you've normalized to the point of like, again, Nicole Wallace was sitting up there with Joy Reid and and Rachel Maddow. And all I can think of my life is like they we've made Nicole Wallace into a sane voice. That is insane. If you remember what Nicole Wallace used to stand for. Like I can only imagine uh joy's restraint well that's the thing i don't think there was any because at this point nicole wallace is normal that's the problem like the problem is you we've all collectively forgotten about this because and again i'm saying this as somebody who like i remember nicole wallace every time i see her i get this feeling inside of me but honestly, to be to be perfectly honest, she has been very good during this Trump administration in calling this stuff out. She has been very good in calling out the racism and calling out the bigotry and doing all this stuff. And I sit there and wonder, I'm like, where was this Nicole Wallace all those years before? You know? And and that and that's the problem I have. Like, I remember it. She's been very, very good. Like the Lincoln Project people have not taken their foot off of Trump's neck at all. But all I can think of it going is like, so when did you guys go back? When? I'm just hoping that they don't. I hope uh, they don't either. I hope they don't either. I, don't, I, don't I, like- hope I, I hope there's some of the people who have been um, clearly making, who have, who've kind of hit this point of, oh, fuck. Yeah. Because there has been a wave of those. And while I am really annoyed by them, I am really glad that they still exist. Michael Seal. Yes. Michael Seal is another one. Like, there's all these people that have that have that have hit this. And I'm I'm looking at them going like I'm never gonna. Uh, you have you have so much more that you have. I have to see how you react during uh, during if if Biden and Kamala Harris win. I need to see how you react during that point. If you turn into a Joe Scarborough, where once the Democrats are in office, you then start getting them and and wondering why they're doing more progressive things and not understanding that well those progressive ideas are actually good for the country. If you start doing that, then I understand that this was all just a ruse. But it could be that you you actually realize that you made a mistake. We'll see. But I need to see that under a Democratic president to see how they actually behave. Because right now, I do not trust any of them whatsoever. I'll take their I'll, look. I'll take their money. I'll take their their support right now 
to get Trump out of office, but I do not trust any of them. But again, Trump has been so bad that that's what has happened. He's made them normal. He's the best thing that happened to George W. Bush's legacy is Donald Trump. You know who I don't hear about anymore? Cheney. Oh, Dick Cheney just shuts the fuck up. Oh, it, or, right, or, 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 like the worst part about the Bush presidency was Cheney. Oh, I'll give you one better. His daughter got props recently for standing up to Trump and, and, and regular, regular conservative Republican ideals. Like, oh that's how bad it is. That's how bad it is that the Cheneys have even gotten positive press. No, we can't do four more years of fucking Trump, guys. No, absolutely fucking no, not. We, absolutely not. We, no. Um, I know I can't. I don't, I literally don't, I'm, I don't actually know if I can since he's, he's out for my health care. Yes. Yeah. And now I'm trying to figure out, no one's been able to give me a straight answer about this yet. Um, so it was like the week before they basically declared that employers can basically discriminate against trans people in their health care. But then the next week, the Supreme Court said you can't discriminate against people against trans people because it counts under gender. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so which is it? Which? Because one was the Supreme Court, and one was, and I'm just like, uh, because this actually affects my health care, and I have like chronic conditions, which means that, I, and it's documented that I'm trans, mm-hmm. so. Like it's it's and now there's a lot of like healthcare that's moving digital. So like I am in systems and if my doctor like I have to have a doctor send information over that it's it's in my thing, it's in my information that I am trans. And a doctor could just be like, Nope, nope, I don't want to. Even if it's not trans related. Like even if it's not for like hormones or like top surgery. Um, it could just be for like shit. It could be for COVID. So I'm like, I literally cannot like for not even just mental health reasons for actual health reasons. I cannot do another four years. It's not, it's not not abstract. It's, this is real. It's not abstract. This is real. Like, and when people sit there and go, well, you know, there are people that were affected by Obama and Biden before and Kamala Harris and both. I'm like, yes, you're right. There have been. And we will address those. But you cannot objectively tell me that the majority of people in this country would be better under four more years of Donald Trump than they would under four more years of Biden and Harris. You just, that's that's just factually not true. We know that people will be better under Biden and Harris. Stop it. Um, all right, look at some of these other stories so we can get, get out of here. Uh, I love this one because this is just shows you how much cops always love making themselves the victim. Campus cop whined after she's fired for putting KKK member in her Twitter bio. She says not one person had her back. A University of South Florida police officer complained that she was treated unfairly when she was fired over a Twitter account. Uh, Presley Garcia, uh, a campus police officer since 2018, fell under investigation last month after a local TV reporter shared the department screenshots of her since-deleted Twitter account, which described her as a KKK member in the bio section, reported the Tampa Bay Times. 
The 26-year-old Garcia was fired last week after the investigation concluded, and she told the newspapers she felt let down by the department and insisted that she was not a racist or a Ku Klux Klan member. There's all the talk about back the blue, but not one person had my back, Garcia said. I feel helpless. I feel like I'm drowning. No one person uh, was willing to just listen to my story. I feel like the university was just trying to cover their butts. That's not something I believe in, she added. That's not how I was raised. US, uh, S, USF Police Chief Chris Daniel recommended the officers firing, saying her social media activity could result in harm to the department's image. Although, one can make an argument that as a department, it might bolster your image, because I'm just saying, I'm just saying, in this country, might kind of add into that. Um, right. But like, my thing is like... What are you? What are you doing? Why would you even put that in there? She said, "I think she a lady tried to come on there and try to say that her friend took her and put it on there or something like that." And I'm like, "And it stayed until you can get a screenshot of it." And why do your friends think it's funny to put KKK member into your bio? Right. And then also, why do you think that the police department would back you on that? Like, if I put KK, if I was white and I put KKK member in my bio and my work found it, I wouldn't expect my company to then keep me on. For that, like, right? I have so many questions about this. Like, I would think that you need to. And why are you giving your friends access to your stuff? I just, I, I, I don't know. I don't. Why are you that close of friends with somebody that they can get into your account to post it on your bio? Uh, Garcia admitted the account belonged to her, but claims a friend placed a KKK reference in her bio in 2015. Oh, so it gets better. I forgot about this. I, 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 I forgot. I forgot about this. Um, in her bio in 2015, when she was 21 years old, she told investigators she did not know what the reference meant at the time. Although her friend refused to remove the description at her request, she said she did since deleted the app from her phone and thought the account would be taken down as well. So her 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 defenses are: her friend did it. She didn't know what KKK stood for. Uh, uh-huh. That her friend didn't remove it from her description, and apparently she didn't know how to remove it herself. And the final uh-huh. one is that she thought that if she deleted the app from her phone, it would delete the the description in the Twitter account. Again, she was 21 years old in 2015. I could possibly buy her arguments... Not that, not that knowing what KKK stood for. I could possibly buy all her other arguments, though, if she was, like, 90. <laughs> but a 21-year-old in 2015 giving the old person excuse of, I thought if I deleted my the app, it would delete the account. Wait, it, does it say where she lives? I'm assuming Florida. <laughs> I, I just, I, I'm going to, um, and they say that investigator found that Garcia was only active on Twitter from 2015 to, to 2006, from November 2015 to January 2016. So. No. Hmm. Uh, sorry about that. No problem. I, I just, okay. I just, sure. Sure, ma'am. Sure. You didn't, you didn't know. We're going to go with that. Um. Here's a, I think this is a good, again, I said, I, I think that, um, I've talked about this before in previous episodes that, um, well, I understand what defunding the police means. I think that we need to have a really good conversation with the public about what defunding the police means. Um, here's a good example of this. 
and why police need to be defunded. And I say this because um, criminals are dumb. And I think that we, um, too much of our media makes criminals seem like these criminal masterminds, like they're Kaiser Jose. Uh, but most of them are more like Mr. Bean, uh, if Mr. Bean was a criminal. <laughs> and, and they're not. They're, yeah. Oh, my gosh. There's. Yeah. So I'm going to read the headline and I'm just going to wait for you to laugh. Men broke into home while wearing GPS ankle monitors. <laughs> a government. I don't know. Listen, I don't know why I decided to take a drink of water <laughs> knowing we're about to read a headline. <laughs> don't mm. know why. I'm mm. very happy it did not go through my nose. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. <laughs> a, gr- a, gr- a government, again, Florida. Welcome to Florida. Um, a government already on pretrial release for our previous offenses are being are behind a string of burglaries that that carried carried them that burglaries carried them carried out by them while wearing ankle monitors that track their location. Police said, authorities seized more than one hundred fifty thousand dollars in cash, an AK forty seven, a Smith and Wesson handgun, cell phones, iPad, jewelry, designer handbags, ammunition, blank checks, fraudulent debt and debit cards, a, de- a debit and credit card, a stolen vehicle from the self. Um, uh, they've covered all this stuff from these, from these individuals. Zion Odan Denver Hall. God damn. That's a name. That's a, that's one name. Zion Odan Denver Hall, Tyreek Devante Williams and Tremon Raquan Hill were arrested Friday. So it was 21 year old, 19 year old and 18 year old were arrested Friday. They are accused of being part of a criminal organization, committing burglaries, armed burglaries, fraud, gun thefts, and other criminal activities throughout South Florida, Hollywood police said Tuesday. Hall, Williams, and Hill each face charges of burglary, grand theft, and racketeering. Hall is facing 30, 35 counts. Williams and Hill are facing 25 and 19 counts, respectively. They were taken into custody while under house arrest awaiting trial on unrelated charges. How dumb do you have to be to wear an ankle monitor that tracks your location to a burglary? I just, but... Okay. We do not need this is this is these are your average criminals. You do need not police do not need to you don't need a crack squad to capture these kind of criminals, guys. They were dumb enough to literally with GPS trackers on them commit burglaries. So what is so as a defense attorney, what is your what what is your defense of these people? They didn't do it? But is that, did you ever take your ankle monitor off? No. Let's, that little dot shows you in that house. Do you own that house? No. Were you invited to that house? No. Then what were you doing there? Because you were also on house arrest. So not only did they, 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 did they leave the house, it was already a violation of their of the terms, right? They were on house arrest. They left the home. You didn't just leave the home. You decided then to leave the home. It's like, it's, it's that scene from Heat where, when one of them kills one of the, the guards, they're like, well, they're already in for first degree murder. Might as well kill everybody else. It's like, well, shit, we already left the house to go to the mailbox. Well, we're already going to be in trouble. Might as well go rob some people now. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Um, people, yeah. are cl- people are clever. <laughs> people, people are clever. Criminals are dumb. It's just, <laughs> I just, I don't know what to say about this. Um... All right, so we're gonna have a great moment on right privilege, and then we're also gonna have a do you even sci-fi bro? We we are we are doing both today, just because it's the longest year of uh, of twenty twenty, 
and uh, we need that. So let's get the uh, let's get this first. The 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 years are now months. So yeah. in the year of August. Absolutely. Uh, great moments of white privilege here, and um, so for this great moments of white privilege, it's somebody that we had mentioned before at the top when we were going through this, and um, I know Bacon probably has some information to give on this. <laughs> J.K. Rollins returns award after Kerry Kennedy criticism. So, um, the author was given the. You say what now? That's so convenient. I know. The author was given the ripple. Back. Right. The author was given the ripple of honor award honor by Robert F. Kennedy Human Rights Organization last year, but earlier this month, this uh, its president Kerry Kennedy said views expressed by Rollins recently diminished the identity of trans people. Rollins said, uh, says Kenny's implication that he's transphobic is incorrect. It is correct. It's very correct. Um, so- yeah. See, Rollins, Rollins said, I respect every trans person's right to live any way that feels authentic and comfortable by them, she wrote. At the same time, my right has been shaped by being female. I do not believe it's hateful to say so. Several film stars, including Harry Potter's uh, uh, from the Harry Potter universe, has distanced itself from her. Comes including Eddie Redman, uh, Daniel uh, Daniel Radcliffe, uh, uh, Radcliffe, and Emma Watson. So, what did Carrie Kennedy said earlier this month? Ke- Kennedy posted a statement online which read, "I have spoken with J.K. Rowling to express my profound disappointment that she has chosen to use her remarkable gifts to create a narrative that d- diminishes the identity of trans and, and non uh, non binary people, undermining the validity and integrity of the entire transgender community." One of the one, one that disproportionately suffers from violence, discrimination, harassment, and include and exclusion, and as a result, experienced high rates of suicide, suicide attempts, homelessness, and mental and bodily harm. Black trans women and trans youth, in particular, are targeted. She wanted to say the organization rejects rejected Rollins' view that a person's gender is the one that they are assigned at birth. From her own words, I take Rollins' position to be that se- that the sex one. <clears throat> Is a sign of birth is the primary and determinative factor of one's gender, regardless of one's gender identity, a position that I categorically reject. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So, um, Rowling has Rowling has since then kind of gone on, and again had decided she's going to give back the reward, so they don't have to ask for it back because she should not be awarded any of this stuff. Which what has been, and this is why this is a great moment of white privilege is. The audacity of this billionaire white woman. She, she's worth. She's worth a. She. She might not have a billionaire. She's worth a billion. So like she's. She's very very wealthy at this point. The ability of her to have literally everyone, even people that she's worked with before, tell her, "Bitch, you wrong," and still goes, "No, no, 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 no." But you guys aren't hearing me. You guys aren't hearing me, and then spews, spews off even more transphobic <laughs> beliefs is truly a superpower that only a white woman can No, have. it's 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 amazing. It, it, she, it is peak turf. Everything she is saying is right out of the turf handbook mm-hmm. um, before people ask. Turf is trans, exclusionary, radical feminism. Um, it is a it's a, they use a very bastardized version of third wave feminism and they're also usually sex anti-sex worker as well, which mm-hmm. is another part of it. Um, and yeah, it is. It's basically the belief that um, 
first off, they don't, they believe that sex is gender. Mm-hmm. So, um, they basically think of, uh, there's no not harmful way of putting this. They basically believe that it's, it's a mental disorder. As in, it's like your brain is telling you that you're one thing, but you're really not. Um, and so when it comes to female spaces, they believe that all female spaces should be geared only towards um, cisgender women yes. or, you know, like people who women whose gender matches the one they were assigned with at birth. And um, they they also do not um, they don't really believe that trans men are men either they usually believe that trans men are just damaged lesbians um uh who, who just why but like they would pro- they would honestly probably let a trans man into um uh their spaces but the conversation gets extremely murky when it comes uh towards non-binary people and trans men because and most most arguments fall apart when you get to that when you get that far. Well, I mean, their whole no, nothing what they're doing. It's like I said. I, know, I even hate to kind of bring this up with you here, but I know yeah, that like, it's something you you see all the time, and I, and I also know that you've seen every time like J.K. comes and says something. I see you on Facebook. It's like just someone like it's unbelievable how much she does not get it. Right? I think that is the thing that is also so dangerous too. It's like. She has this huge platform, and so she's now. No, this is this is willful. Like, right. it, like this is this is she is a turf. Like this is yes. the this is the core of her beliefs. And and, and it's, it's we're seeing it happen in real time because it started off with well maybe right. she just maybe she was just uneducated maybe she didn't know. No, you know what I. I feel like she's always believed this. Oh no 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 this, no 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 no! I think I think you're right. I think she's always believed this. But I think that when it first happened, I think a lot of people, maybe not people in the trans community, because uh, oh, you got to see yeah. it so often. But like, I think that the rest of us are like, well, maybe she just needs to be educated, right? Oh, you know, a lot of us, cisgender individuals, like we need that education, and we just don't know. We don't know what to turn. And so it became like maybe she'll she'll get it eventually, right? When she starts hearing and seeing how many people who who read her stories and, and, and love her care and go, no, this is wrong. And then you just see her go oh, like, Oh no, 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 this is ingrained in you. You are, you, you are not just a turf. You are the turf. Like you are, right. no, you she, are the, she is, she is the embodiment right. of trans exclusionary radical feminism. Like yeah. everything. And the way that she's, she, She's going. I, I've really seen only like a like a cu- couple different, almost I would say personalities around it because you know it's kind of like white supremacists. They all say the same thing and they all act the same. They're all terrible. Um, but you know, there's a difference between like a liberal white supremacist, like like a right. liberal su- extreme racist, and like um, a 
you know, what we think of as like the Southern white guy, although Southern anti-racists are amazing. I love them. Um, Mm she she's like really polite and she's like i welcome everybody and and you see it in her language she's just like i believe like they mm-hmm. can do this i believe in this i support um but really it, it it's all extremely conditional mm-hmm. and once you get past the i support it's oh, no, you're just trash. Um, But then there's other TERFs who are just like, you know, they'll just be calling you damaged goods or a man or whatever, like misgendering, dead naming, et cetera, Mm -hmm. harassment online, which is the worst part about this. Uh, Whenever a large, uh, somebody with a large platform basically comes out as a TERF, it makes massive waves across all of social media. It's just like all of a sudden, like people's opinion, like people just start popping out of nowhere going, well, I believe that she's right. And I'm like, oh, well, now I have to block you. Goodbye, friend who, you know, I've person I've been friends with for a while who knows what I talk about on a regular basis and has now decided to say she she's correct. Women's spaces are only for women. Excuse me? And that's really where the where I find most of the harm has come from. Although the second wave of like the Harry Potter fans coming through going, bitch, what mm-hmm. has been delightful. Yeah. Like that's that's made it yeah. that's made it easier. Like seeing a whole fandom come together and be like, uh no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That it's, usually that well, usually doesn't happen. No, I'm still yeah. like I talk about it, I talk about it often, but like when Stacey Patton said came out and was saying stuff. Oh man, that was so bad. Yeah, it's like well, when you had the you had the the the, the big Harry Potter fans like were like, yeah, we're just not going to cover her anymore unless it's like something like that's actually related to like Harry Potter, but like her her life oh. and things like that. We're done with her. You know, it's like oh no, no, the largest fan fiction website, like it's like the the arbiter of Harry Potter fan fiction, literally on their set on on their header went, we're not addressing her. Mm-hmm. Like they had a huge thing about it, and I was like, "The fan fiction site." Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. I I got warm fuzz. I I still have warm fuzzy feelings about it. Yeah. So, um. All right. Last story here. We got some. Um, do you even sci-fi, bro? Because uh, I'm scared. You should be. You should be, you should be very, <laughs> I'm scared. You should be very scared because I mean, when you get a do you even sci-fi, bro, in 2020. I don't want it. No, you don't. I live live in a tech company. Please, tech city, please don't. Oh, so it's not tech. This time we're not tech. It's it's, it's fitting because we're in the age of of COVID. So it's definitely definitely biological. Um, One second. Okay. Even the dog hears it. Like, even they understand. My My roommate got a puppy. Even the puppy understands, though. Yeah, um, even the puppy understands. Yes. Um, scientists have woken, and this happened actually in July, but I, I feel like it still counts for, for August. It's like j- the story from July 29th. Scientists have woken up microbes trapped under the seafloor sea for 100 million years. Researchers have successfully revived tiny microbes trapped dormant in a seamlessly lifeless zone of the seabed for more than 100 million years. A team of scientists from Japan and America 
We're looking to see whether microscopic life survives in the less than hospitable conditions beneath the sea, sea floor of the Pacific Ocean. We want to know how long the microbes could Sorry. sustain their life. It's fine. Uh, sustain their life in a near absent, uh, a near absence of food, said a microbiologist uh, Yuki uh, Morano from the Japan, Japan Agency for Marine Earth Science and Technology, who led the study. They got see, to, yeah. My monster brain is just going wild right now. Yeah, this is um, this is how it starts. This is this is literally the start of every Godzilla, Pacific Rim, or any kind of movie involving that. Or is also how you release hundred million year old microbes into like what could what could happen? What could happen in twenty twenty? The answer is anything. It's amazing. Um. Yeah, they got their answer. Microbes that were trapped in the seabed sediment deposits 100 million years ago could be revived with the right food and a bit of, of added oxygen, which is impressive. The pressure is immense for microbes on the seafloor. All of that water stacked on top of the seabed, not to mention lack of oxygen and few nutrients and measly energy supplies. I, so I'm just letting you guys know right now, if in December um, something crawls out of the Pacific Ocean, you know where it came from. I'm so excited. This is what I need in my life. <laughs> this, will make, this will make no matter what happens in November. This will make, it'll make what happens. No matter what happens. No matter what happens. Can, this is great. We can, we can survive. <laughs> we, you know what? You know what? Maybe, maybe 2020 wasn't that bad. You know? It's one of those things. This is what we could happen. So, um, That's all I have. I maybe, think that's the, enough. maybe the year of August 2020. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's where it starts. Uh, <laughs> Bacon, thank you for being on. Can you tell us oh to hear you? Thank you, for, you. thank you for having me. Yeah, this is great. This is great. Thank you. For, each of these podcasts is basically a year long at this point. So um, <laughs> it's, it's so much. I, at this point, there's just a way for me to get everything out in a month because it's it's too much to keep in. Like this is honestly, I told everybody go to therapy. This is my therapy at this point. I just need somebody else to hear all the crazy shit that's happening each of these months in 2020 because well, fuck. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I don't know if I've mentioned this to you. Um, I actually became a fan of the Insane New Check because, like, I found it very cathartic. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, this ranting is fantastic. Yes, it's like you need it. I, 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 it's so good. Yeah, uh, you know, you know, uh, highly, highly rated. Uh, we'll do again. Five stars. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll do again, please. More episodes. Yes, more episodes. Um, uh, can you tell Pope where they could find you and hear you at? And what you, what you got uh, I am literally on everything. Uh, we're under my podcast is ADD Space. It's going to be under Unreasonable Fridays. We're on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, a bazillion other places I can't think of. Um, but we're but always just look for Unreasonable Fridays. You'll see my podcast. You'll see my other homies' podcasts. And we have a lot of fun. Uh, don't expect any rails, but it works really well. I mean, I feel like a no rails podcast is f set up perfectly for 2020 because mm, we are completely off the rails at this point. Like we have, you know, yeah, we we are, yeah. I don't know where we're at, but we are. It's weird. So, um, for the insane tech, we'll be back again in September if we make it that far. So please make it to September. Um, you can listen, um, by the time this comes out, uh, the character corner we did for, for Superman part one should be out on the character corner. Check that out. Uh, Deepon may also talk and address, um, 
uh, a little bit about Chadwick Boseman and his passing. Um, and then we cover Superman. The first part of the Superman episode, it really was kind of just talking about who Superman is. Um, you know, uh, and then the second part, we'll probably go more into like some of the more modern story arcs and things like that we cover from there. Some good and some bad, as, as Deepon put. So thank you for that. And then um, premium members, the fourth premium episode will come out literally the night of the last night of August. We'll be uh, reviewing and discussing Tropic Thunder. And then there's, if you go to Movie Trailer Reviews, there is a ton of movies we have to review. Uh, we're still in the middle of some, some um, uh, film festivals. Uh, we also got some other films coming in. We have uh, Sputnik, and I'm going to be watching today the sequel to Train to Busan, uh, Peninsula. So we got that as well. I can't wait to watch that. And then I'm also happy to announce that um, and I know they. Sh- I, I did not think it was going to happen. I know they were limiting the number of people that were coming in, but I did get reaccredited for TIFF, so I will be also be covering uh, the Toronto Film Festival this year virtually. So um, that come. I think the Toronto Film Festival starts on September 10th. So stay tuned for that, and we'll, all that coverage will be coming on MTRNetwork.net and on Movie Trailer Reviews Podcast. So um, I think that's it. I think that's everything. So. Again, thank you guys very much. Uh, Stay safe. (laughs) Take care of yourself. Uh, Wash your hands. It's still COVID. It's still the middle of a pandemic. And be safe. Until next time, we're out of here. Peace.